Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage, uh, episode number 12. Uh, I am the DM, Tom, and, uh, you know, just gonna give you a quick little intro and uh, a recap from the ever-enigmatic journeyman. Uh, just a quick reminder, you're listening to a bunch of newbies, so we're all either fairly new or completely new uh, to Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. We do a lot of homebrew stuff, we're still learning a lot of the mechanics uh, that we do get better over the course of the campaign, uh, and we do a lot of really cool stuff because we're really more about the role-playing aspects and a lot of uh more narrative-based stuff so, so if it works for the narrative usually we tend to go with it a lot of times the players may not get exactly what they were looking for but that's sort of the fun of it because let's be honest you don't always you, you don't really want the things you wish for you want something close to it and it usually tends to be better when you don't get what you want or exactly what you want because Where's the fun in that? Anyway, um, yeah, it's been crazy so far. We're coming uh, up to some pretty interesting plot points, so um, it'll be fun to see everybody's um, reactions. Which reminds me, if you uh, want to help out with the podcast, tell your friends, tell your family, um, tell anybody who might be interested leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast app or streaming app that you're listening to us on sounds kind of ridiculous but i mean it does help um so i'm not going to ramble anymore uh we're gonna head straight into uh last week's recap and for that i hand it over to the journeyman okay so first things first i dropped these guys off after uh really just sort of laying into them a little bit for giving up their only charge to the one being really that they should not have given her up to and that's sort of besides the point so i drop these guys off in a mountain pass like a couple days journey if they took it on foot in like 30 seconds it's you know it's easy stuff anyway we i, I dropped them there and then i have to go get somebody else uh because uh, I don't know it was just it's, it's a long story anyway I go to get serious uh, water genasi uh, another cleric I figure with how they're complaining about how uh, underpowered they are someone who could heal them might help anyway we'll we'll get into how and why I went and got serious another time so I drop them off and uh, unbeknownst to them uh, I can scry so every now and again i pop in uh, there here's a couple of uh, memorable moments from the times that i did decide to go in and take a look to see what they did um so yeah uh, they get down to a uh, they go down the pass and they get into uh this area that's got like a, a gate system with a wall of green fire now i don't know about you but when i see a 30 foot wall of continuous green fire the thought to touch it never enters my mind because it's probably not going to be a fun time not for these guys uh i kind of knew that we aqua would be the one to want to go touch it 
I mean, after like 20 minutes of them like trying to decide what they're going to do, Weaqua tries to go and touch it, and then Argyle, for once, sort of helping out, uh, decides he's going to go. He's like, no, 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 I'll do it. Uh, I'm fire resistant. And it's kind of a lucky thing, because it looks like he almost dropped. Like, he, he, that, that burned the ever living shit out of his hand. It's, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I kind of laughed a little bit. Anyway, um, they then do some ingenious work. Again, we aqua with the craziness, but sometimes it's so crazy it just might work. They create ice elevators over the top of this wall, uh, but, you know, they get over. And then these giant, like, vulture demon-looking things, they end up being Vrocks, uh, burst out of the stone on the top of the this this wall that's, that's stopping them from going from whatever spot they need to go over to the tower. Goes into this crazy fight sequence where, like, eventually, at one point, Argyle goes down... Uh, Shanks kills one of them, rolls it off the side of the cliff. They start ganging up on the other one. Weaqua catches one of Zex's arrows mid-flight and then proceeds to stab it. Galahad goes down. Kyber actually is a team player. Cats and dogs living together. It's fucking madness. Anyway, they get through that. And then they have this whole, like, like shoot-off between Shanks and, um between Shanks and, and Zex and they're looking at their bows they're complaining about how it's not magical even though I told them that they were magical but I don't know they just don't believe me they're a little greedy it's okay not everybody is is patient um, especially this group of uh, adventurers <sighs> but Anyway, they do eventually uh, make their way into the tower, which is, hint, hint, where the thing they need to find is. They get up there, not too stealthily, but they're not stealthy, so it's not a big deal. They get up there, and they are confronted by what look like ghosts, and that's where we pick up. The storm that is raging on, that is raging on. Have to answer the call. You have to give your own. Your helmet's trapped in base. Your shield in front of your face. Grip in your holy maze. Grip in your holy maze. Now it's time to leave this place. Now it's time to leave this place Travel to the land long before God To climb the Jordan high To survive that reeking ride Beware the curse of shot 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 Beware the curse of strife.
Zex tries to talk to the Snow Maiden, pleading a case to her that falls on deaf ears. Five more appear, and combat begins. Kyber uses his shortbow to fire an arrow at one of the Maidens. The arrow finds its target in the semi-corporeal form, sending out a shriek of pain, and it shoots an angered look towards the rogue. He fires another shot off, but it goes wide as his gaze meets hers. The Snow Maidens start to size up the party as their eyes glow and they reach out their ghostly hands, hitting Kyber, Weaqua, and Argyle inflicting cold damage. Galahad attempts to take his own swipe at the Maiden and misses, getting a hiss from the creature instead. Weaqua casts Moonbeam and moves into a better position, but gets hit in the process and loses the rest of his ice armor. Shanks fires two shots over the shoulder of Zex at a maiden in front of him, and his arrow sends her into a blood-curdling scream as she shrieks and poofs into dust. Alright, the, um, the one that's in front of Reese uh, was hurt before, correct, by Kyber? Is that the same one that Kyber attacked? Um, it's... no. Uh, the one that is on Kyber is the one that came around. Oh shoot, I couldn't even see that. Um, yeah, right. it's, it's a bit. Um, I, I made this section a little bit bigger than the map actually was just so we could have. A, right, an actual battle. battle. Um, okay, so I'm gonna shoot the one that Kyber uh, damaged. Alright. Alright. Uh, okay, so she's gonna be in half cover. You're shooting through at least a few people. If I shot the one just right in front of Zex, wouldn't I just be shooting over his shoulder and wouldn't be half cover? Um, yeah, I'd say that'd be a little bit more of an easier shot for you. But you shoot if you're trying to shoot the one down by Kyber, you're shooting between. Oh, two, Zex, too many people. Atros, uh, one, at least one to two more potentially. At least you shoot right. through at least three other people. All right, I'll I'll shoot the one right in front of Zex. All right. So roll the roll the hit. All right, that's twelve plus eight, twenty. Hits. Uh, I'd like to do the prone maneuver. Okay. Uh, trip attack. Sure. Um, and it's just gonna be a regular attack. I won't use mine's eye. All right. All right. So that's gonna be five. Uh, also, would that be sneak attack? He wasn't looking at me. Engage with somebody else, right? I'd say, yeah, I'll give you sneak attack on this one. Okay. She's yes. taking somebody directly in front of you. All right. So five plus four plus three plus eight. Shit. Nine, twelve. Is twenty. Nine, three is twelve plus eight. That's twenty damage. Yep. All right. Um. And for my bonus action, I'll shoot her again. 17. Natural 17. That should hit, right? Uh, yes, it does. She does not go prone. Uh, because she's oh, immune. she does not go prone. She's immune to prone. Oh, that would have been helpful to know. Are you um, voting? Now you know. Now you know. You know. Now I know. You know. You know it is half the battle. Um, <laughs> So, 17 on the second attack. Because I didn't move, I should still you get... You still get your modifier, yes. Modifier on it. And that does okay. hit. Eight, 8 again. Uh, plus 4. Plus 4? Yep. Alright, so in two shots, you hear this 
blood currently stream as the two arrows fly literally directly over your shoulders, Zex. You didn't even see Shanks behind you. Um, and just foo, foo, and it just screams in this agony and pain and just turns into snow and dust as it falls to the ground. I I immediately like, put my hand up and get close as well. <laughs> You'll be right back, so. All right. Galahad moves into a flanking position to make his strike against Amin, delivering an incredible blow, shattering her form, and the fight seems to be going fairly well for the party thus far. Glad looks at her closest adversary, and with a smile she says, two can play that game, and lands a critical hit on the inflict wound spell. A spark of reddish-green light emanates from her hand, but the magical effects of the spell does not seem to affect the maiden. Argyle disengages from the maidens that flank him, rolling around to the side to sneak in a hit onto the one that's flanked by Sirius and Galahad. While his blade finds its intended target, it doesn't seem to deliver the final blow as he intended. The maiden is having trouble keeping her form. Atros, using his newly made flame cannon, turns it towards two of the maidens, releasing a blast of fire towards them that doesn't seem to have much of an effect. Seeing that, he casts Thunder Wave, pushing them away from him and releasing a burst of thunderous energy. Sirius, the Grave Cleric, sees the battle taking place, casts Word of Radiance to a maiden, but unfortunately she is able to shake off the effect of the spell and it doesn't take purchase. Soon after, he casts his spiritual weapon, a Divine Mace, into the battlefield and readies himself to attack. Zex fires an arrow that gets swept away by the high winds on the rooftop of the tower. Kyver decides to use his newly acquired dagger, Bloodlust, against a maiden, stabbing her in the back. And while she resists the effects of the blade, she starts to look worse for wear, slowly coming in and out of her form. Moonbeam delivers a final blow to two of the maidens, while another is on the cusp of being destroyed by the radiant energy, but she somehow manages to overcome it. A maiden makes a swipe towards Kyver, but the nimble rogue is too quick for her while another reaches out for Sirius, but just barely misses her target. The third reaches out to Galahad and lands a hit against the paladin, dealing quite the blow. Weaqua readjusts his moonbeam spell and sends it towards a maiden, hitting her, but not quite giving as much damage to her as he intended. The elven archer hits the most haggard of the maiden, striking true, and she explodes into dust and sets his sight on the maiden closest to his ranger ally, sending a shot that leaves her on death's door. Do I have a clear enough shot at the one in front of Zex? I mean, in front of um, Kyver? I mean, it's got half cover, but I'd be you have a pretty clear shot. You're really only trying to All shoot right. around Atros. All right, so let me, let me try and shoot that one. Nat 20. Nat 20. I there you go. I don't even know right now. Um... <laughs> And so that's a seven, and it would also be six. So, so let me see how I'm looking out on that. It's 13, right? Yeah, so 13 times two, so 23. Yeah. Uh, where'd you get the seven from? The seven so, was from 1d8. All right. Actually, that's 1d8. That's seven plus four. I'm sorry. So you don't, so, you don't add, you had the modifier on at the end. Okay. So, so on so a natural four, 20, you. It's 14. So All right, seven. So I got the seven. The seven was the D eight. Six was the, the D six. Well, what do, you don't oh, no. get sneak attack. I can't. One. Don't get sneak attack. So oh. just the seven. Just the seven 14. times two is fourteen, and then Four you add your modifier plus four. Plus 18. Eighteen. 18. <clears throat> and uh, you don't kill it, but it is 
you messed up. It, it is like blinking furiously. It looks like um. Looks like we aqua. <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. It is. It is not gone completely, but it is. It is looking super rough. Oh, that's my turn. That is your turn, Tiny. You are up. Tiny, I weakened it for you. Tiny pulses. Does a 16 hit? No, he's awake. 16 hits. All right. You, you told the whole story with your face, Tom. I watched that whole story. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. No, 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 no. I fucked up on mine. Yep, that's the story I was reading. There we go. Okay. Nice. One more. Come on. Yes. 29 points of damage. I used um, smite. Seven was physical. Um, uh, and the... Uh, and then 23 was radiant. How do you, you want to do? Dirty. How do you want to do this one? You, you, you basically, you basically exploded. <laughs> it just <laughs> uh, radiant light as the snow continues to fall. It just falls to dust. Yeah. Glad missing on her first attack against the final maiden produces her spiritual weapon and drop that sucker right next to it and take a melee weapon attack at it. Hits. And it does... Does 12 damage, and in one shot she takes up the last one. It also bursts into nothing, and as the snow begins to swirl and dies down, a book appears in the middle of the tower, right there. The spiritual weapons. Peace out. That is gone. Can we uh, and read? Can we? Should we read the book or investigate it? Or I'm gonna grab it. Remember what happened last time? I grabbed something. Last time uh, you grabbed sex dies. Uh, Tommy, what were these enemies called? Ice maidens. Uh, snow maidens. Okay. Um. Gonna just pick it up or investigate it? I'll investigate. Tommy? Yes? If that's cool. Yeah, investigate away. Okay. 
21. 21. Uh, you look down on it, and it seems to be a relic. As you begin to flip through the pages, it seems to be written in first person, almost as a, a diary. And the more you skim through it, it seems to be through the perspective of one by the name of let me pull this up just to make sure I have the name correct of Avalanche or Snowball or something also what's the language that it's written in it is Is written in uh, common okay the name that you see recurring over and over you see one name recurring over over and over as uh, Tatiana uh, but the handwriting seems to be uh, from a male uh, person. And after several entries in what looks to be a diary, see the name Strad von Zarovich. Scrawled. Seems to be Strad's personal diary. Uh, can I? Can anyone tell if it's magical? Like, does it give off an aura or anything like that? Um, whoever wants to make an Arcana check, is more than welcome to. Or sure. uh, if you want to do I detect check. magic I, I as a ritual, to find a place, you know, to to get away from the the cult. And um, I do I do detect magic as a ritual. Downstairs, right. you guys head back down into the second floor. Uh, the wind is still coming in a bit because of the broken glass. Uh, in the wait, 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 one second. All right. You said there were gold statues on the roof. They're gold-plated statues. Yes. Gold-plated statues. And they're also like the size of tiny. Yeah, that's what I figured. Can I ask Atros if he can somehow deplate them? The boyfriend is an essential worker. Um, fortunately, he was able to take yeah, right. I mean, we I could mean, break it. We could break gold, can't we? The chip pieces off. Yeah, I mean, we can ask um, Tiny to push the statues off, or you know, <laughs> get a rope around it. He could just pull it off the top. I mean, I can um, use my flamethrower to heat up the metal and kind of. Yeah, that's all I was wondering tools. if you can melt them. If it's plated. Plated, you might be able to melt yeah, that all. Now we all have a thousand ideas for one problem. <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. You're more than uh, welcome, to, Tommy, you're welcome to try. Also, uh, looking at the, the the women that we just fought, the, or the women rather we just fought. The snow they, maidens? The, yep. the snow maidens? Do, do they look like the knights or no? Mm. It was, That's a good question. Some resemblance. You're not entirely sure, as they were more incorporeal than than not. Right. Um, but you do realize that they were both women. They both looked human in nature, but you're not mm-hmm. entirely sure if they were the same. Uh, okay. Uh, do these knights look good or evil? Like the instead of like the the statues that attacked us, uh, do they do they give off a good kind they, of energy? They look or? like they look like they're guarding. They look like golden knights guarding. Oh, I don't like that. All right, I'm walking away from all of this. Uh, <laughs> right, so I think I'm going to shake my head and just kind of 
respond with magic words, like saying, um, yeah, I'm I want still to desecrate these the golden knights. To take magics. I look over okay. to Shanks and it's like, I have no problem desecrating these knights. So, how are we getting this gold? And yeah, we, we already, I, we already I would, worked hard I would for like it. to uh, take the book and start walking downstairs. And I, I'm, I'm continually like, trying to read through uh, as much as I can. I'm trying to, I, w I go with Lawrence's character and I, I do detect magic on the book to see if there's any magic on the book. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can chip away some gold. There is no magic yeah, I'm, on the Um and uh, I will send Zex uh, some of the stuff that is uh, in the book, some of the information that you glean uh, from reading the book later yes. on. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, I turn over to Tiny well. and I ask if he's okay with helping us gain some monetary value for our mission. That's a really great way of saying steal. Nobody asked you what he's not. You're not even there, guy. I know. You know. Just put my two cents in. Tommy is still fairly early. Yeah, you're like mid morning, maybe about noon at this point. Random question: Would we, given the distance of like where we were, be able to get to that town that we were supposed to take Irina to? By tonight. a while. No, it might far. take you until the next day. You may have to camp out for the evening. Okay. Yeah, so can I check that pile of bones? Yeah, roll an investigation check. Oh yeah, that was definitely what you wanted to do before we got that encounter. Oh, do we do we do an investigation check on every level? Yes, and there was pretty much nothing. Okay. Nat twenty, a. Eh? Nat twenty. I'm sure there's nothing there, but you know. You would be very much correct. Uh, looks like rusty <laughs> old scale mail um, and uh, dented, rusted out swords and skeletons. There does not seem to be any sort of wealth or anything like that around. Turn in disappointment and start yeah, chipping well, we away. We can, we, if we can attempt the statue, this place that. isn't holy or desecrated. Uh, nothing you can do. Tell there doesn't seem to be any holy, uh, whole any, any sort of divine sense that you get about about this place. Cool. I woke up to one of the. So let's the do it. There we go. For the sake of brevity, how much gold do we get off these statues? Um, how are you planning to get it off? I was thinking rope and uh, tiny strength. <laughs> are you gonna carry these massive <laughs> fucking stone and gold statues? No, no. Once it falls, it'll either shatter or like once we get down to our level, we'll figure out how we can get like some or, of the it. Or we could we could call the journeyman and ask him to give us to us <laughs> to hook us up. I walk up to one of the skull piles and I start to pee on it. Like, uh, yikes! I had to relieve myself. <laughs> How are you guys? So, what's the plan? I'll let All you right. know what you uh, get. Just to be clear, you said it's plated, correct? Is they are gold plated. Yes. So how deep is the plating? I don't know. Uh, how are you planning? Oh. You haven't told me how you're doing anything. You just sure. said you want the gold off the statues, and I told you that they're plated. And then you're like, well, how deep is it? I don't know. You haven't checked. 
Oh, we, <laughs> we, we got to get the statue down to our just, level. All right, basically, so, asking so, me to tell you what's going on. Can, you have right. How about I go? How about either, either uh, someone up there go can go up to scratch the statue and see how far it gets until we, there's no more gold with the blade. Uh, is gold right. is gold a type of metal? Yes. <sighs> okay, I come back upstairs. I uh, and I'm still I, peeing on the skulls. I I could use my uh, uh, a spell called heat metal, and it does. Hold on, two d eight. Uh, hold on. Uh, choose a manufactured metal object, such as a metal weapon or suit or heavy armor or, or metal ob- metal object, essentially. That you can see within range, you cause the object to go red hot. Any creature in contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage. Um, the object itself takes d- uh, damage as well. If the dra- uh, and it like starts melting essentially. And like gold has a very a, low melt point. I'd also like to point as a frame of reference while they're doing all this dumb shenanigans, I am out of this tower. I don't want anything to do with this. That's all right, man. More gold for us. Go for it. I'm gonna join. I'm, I'm doing this for them to get on their good side. And and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate. It. But so you guys who, don't know that. Who's uh, Glad walks out. She doesn't want anything to do with the gold. Um, yeah, I don't want. Is, to, I'm just gonna is, let them have it. Who is staying and who is leaving with Zex? I'm still inside the tower with them, figuring out, seeing what they're gonna do with this gold. I'm pissing on skulls. Piles of bones. There you go. I will stay to help. That's right, Tiny. All right. Hope you fellow. Definitely with Zex right now. <laughs> and roll the mission. Hope you your, your fellow your fellow collateral damage. You know, no offense, Hutch, but I don't. It's not like I say roll initiative all the time. Uh, <laughs> not everything is up oh, and roll initiative. You guys, it's not my fault that you guys do stupid shit constantly. <laughs> <laughs> there's so yeah, many like things trying you guys, to push gold off of a there's so roof. many things that you guys could have avoided if you just weren't so easily swayed by money or like <laughs> just oh that looks pretty I should touch that but you taking notes Kyber <laughs> uh, so wait I didn't want to go in that how, basement how many of us are here four of us I think and wait uh, Sebastian you're with us about five yeah, five yeah. five Alright. Cool. Uh, so I just I I cast heat metal and it, it lasts for up to a minute. And the and gold begins to heat up a a a bright, bright red and begins slowly melting off of the statue that he is heating. Yeah, buddy. Nice. How are you guys collecting it? It's currently molten gold. Yeah. If you didn't like hold statue down, some of it may drip off the side or off the edge. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We'll go most of it. Alright, so <laughs> you're outside. We don't need that negativity right now, alright yeah. guy? Yeah. So we aqua, we need you to create like a little ice funnel to like form water around it and funnel it into one area. And then because it's cold it should I can do. I can do that. Yeah, and then like freeze it into small that we could then load into our. I do it. I do what they ask. Yeah, now we can do all the statues. We can do one. Yeah, I mean, 
All right. I mean, if it works for one. Roll a. We have to roll a dexterity check for me. Uh, can I can I cast guidance on myself? Sure. Cool. Uh, am I getting help from anybody for advantage or no? Uh, you're you. What you're currently doing right now is making this ice luge that apparently is going to somehow not melt as soon as molten <laughs> oh, hot gold. I see, I see what you're saying. Comes down it. So you're hopefully you. going to make some sort of molten gold ice luge. Uh, to I don't know uh, nah, what they're eighteen. 18? Okay. Um, Doesn't really do any. I know it's not going to do anything, but it's fine. It. Oh no! I didn't even roll. I didn't even roll the D four. Hold on. That was nineteen. I pat tails in the back like yeah. 20, we're, we're, so so what are we going to do with this gold? When it cools off, we'll rip off a chunk. But once they get you know hold bored of it, and right, so so all right. So twenty two. Before, before we get here, uh, before we get the create um, the shape water is a concentration spell, correct? Uh, the, uh, only only if I'm using two or more effects of it. Yes. Okay. So I can I can shape the water, and then if I use ice and something else, it's concentration. Okay. So all right. So I want to make sure because I'm pretty sure heat metal is also a concentration spell. Heat metal is a concentration spell. Okay. <laughs> you make a quick luge. You it does it looks like it may hold up for longer than from maybe the duration of the spell. So, I can also keep dropping this bell and keep breathing. Yeah, you heat, you continue to heat metal. Okay. Um, it is only coming off. It's coming yeah. off pretty slow as you're literally on a mountaintop with wind and snow and cold all around you. Yeah. So you're trying to heat this metal as the elements are continually trying to cool it. Of course. I mean, so, gold is pretty soft, so we, we should be all right. Gold is pretty soft, but you also have to heat it. I mean, you don't have to heat it super hot, but like I said, you're on the top of a mountain with the wind and the snow around you. It's fucking cold outside, and you're standing in an open area on top on top of a tower that's on a mountain trying to heat metal that's being cooled down by the wind but also is being cooled down by the ice luge that you're going to use to somehow funnel it into where? I think it was just oh, to keep it the, falling into, off. Into uh, yeah, it's, it's going to actually funnel off. into blocks. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to form the water and it's going to funnel into small block chambers. Ha- oh, so... One. <laughs> make, we're going to make, we're gonna make okay. eight of gold. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to make... So, all right, no, 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 all right, all right, all right. All right, we'll, we'll follow this through here. All right, so you roll a 22 for the ice luge. I need you to roll uh, another dexterity for each one of the... Well, you're having him make, like... You're having him make a smelting thing out of of ice. Igloo smelt. This is great. Can can anyone give me the help action or no? Can any one of of the... is, Is Sirius still here? Is he still down to help you? Is he down to help you with making... Um, he, he didn't yeah, say what do you want to help in this endeavor? Uh, sure. Do I have to roll cool. anything? Uh, yeah, I'll have you roll a dexterity check. Um, so roll a d20 and dexterity. Um, see how well you make these ice molten gold molds. Um, 
Uh, am I rolling dice or one? Uh, eight. Eight. All right. So you begin. You guys begin to heat the metal. The luge stays relatively formed for a little while, and as it makes its way down, and it's still cooling, so he's like having to move his concentration from melting it off of the statue to continually to like sort of keep the metal moving down the luge and this isn't this isn't like something that Sirius has done before but he wants to help he's new to the group he's feeling like you know like I'll, I'll pull in yeah th- this is cool you guys are making like gold ingots this, so I can, I can get into this and he's never done this before and as the first bit of molten gold comes through it just like basically disintegrates the first mold <laughs> of gold um, and it's just more of like a pile of molten gold on the ground um, that is melting so it's melting to the stone okay okay oh no um, do you guys want to keep going with this like, yeah, it's, like a I, can do this. <laughs> I can do this for a while let's see it to its end oh, sweet baby Jesus So yeah, all right. See it through to the end. Let's um, yeah, they so get the biggest cut. Zex um, and Atros and Glad just take a short rest while they're all wasting time yeah, doing this. Pretty much. Um, can can we need to take a short rest? I didn't take okay. damage. I don't need spell slots. You said oh, you said true. you said that these two things are on the edge of like the the tower, right? Yeah. And they're on they're on the corners of each one. And how much do they weigh? I don't know. No one's tried to do anything. They're just okay. like, oh, can you guys I, keep can, asking me the questions? Yeah, no right. one has, has gone to, to like it? look. I wanna, I'm I just watching. I am an observer. I know you're an observer. <laughs> I know you're an observer. But what, I'm, to, what I'm saying is you you guys as Not players you. asking me the questions about things that you as as characters could physically find out. I, I'm not going to tell you. You guys have to. Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll push it. I'll Tiny, try to push. You it. want to just push it off? Yeah, and I'll help. Yes. Let's just let's just be done with this. I give I give him uh, guidance. Okay. You can um, add a D four. You can here. you can cheer him on. Just step to the side, Riyak. Well, let him let him. You know, let, he's got this. Oh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Tell him. Tell him to put his knees or some something like that. But if if we um, help, he gets advantage question. on what's his. What's the what's uh, the for the heat metal? What is the damage for heat metal? Two D eight. I'm not touching that shit. It's hot. Oh, it's still fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) I could stop it whenever I want. Yes, but it doesn't just instantly turn cold again. Right. Oh, but you said the weather was definitely (laughs) doing it. Right. You did say the weather. (laughs) Oh, my God. You guys are fucking morons. Hold on. Lawrence, I gave you ice arrows. Hold on. Yeah, we get gold. You get arrows that melt over time. You heat, well, you feel, you, you feel the cliff begin to quake as the entire fortress falls into the earth. You guys all die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now we're down to a party of three. Um, this will be much more it's manageable. A little more manageable. <laughs> <laughs> they went the shrugs. way they lived. <laughs> I, I try to salvage. Uh, I try we, to salvage can we just end this, phone. please? <laughs> Do your strength check. Try to push it over. 
it looks like it has cooled down enough for you to not work. I, I don't know. I thought you were a big, tough paladin. <laughs> yeah, I can push it. I can push it. Well, then give me a strength check. All right, hold on. Before I do that, I, I, I yell, on, big boy, you I can yell, I yell up. I yell up below. Yeah, why didn't you push one of the ones? Yeah, why didn't you push one of the ones that he wasn't smelting? Like they got, I'll, I'll, push, I'll push whatever. I'll push whatever. Can shield match too, you know. I'll push whatever. I will push one that is on the other side that will go down to the snow bank. Make sure, make sure nobody's underneath it. Just, I, just for comedy, I want Duo to be doing like checks and just, <laughs> just give me re- relays of messages. It, like, right. Tell me what he's. You have right. essentially been hearing what they've been describing through for like, the past <laughs> like half hour. Duo right. comes back and is like, they're trying to melt it into like fucking blocks. Like I don't get what the hell's happening. Up here. <laughs> There's like four of them watching the two blue ones just like melt and make like I don't understand what's happening. All right, so black, I yelled. The black I cat ye- one is just <laughs> pissing everywhere. Like I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, I yell below, look out, make sure no one's there, and well, then I'm that far. I am. No, like, I'm just. Hey, I'm just doing from, from doing, doing my due diligence. I go uh, up to one of the blocks, and now I'm going to push it, so now I'm going to roll a uh, strength check, correct? I'm gonna, yep. I'll do it with you, so can he roll with advantage as, sure. instead of me rolling? And then I'll give you, <laughs> and I'll give you, and I'll give you uh, guidance. So no, you, you don't get guidance if you're helping, you're already helping him. Oh, uh, then someone give him guidance. <laughs> <laughs> or someone help him, and I'll give him guidance. Oh, oh my god. Who wants to help uh, him? All right, like, all right Tommy, what, what, am I, what am I rolling? So you're rolling a, a strength check. You're rolling a strength check, and you get to roll with advantage. All right. Nobody wants to help him, so I can give him guidance. No, they're observers. Remember, they're yeah. Gonna okay. The they just he gets advantage. Uh, if we help, we're gonna roll too. Right? Yeah, my I'm hands are dirty, yo. I, I, you know. Hold on. I'll, I'll, and I pat tails on the back again, like yo, my hands are dirty. I'm sorry. Uh, no. I rolled a twelve. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh my I god! Rolled, I rolled a seventeen. I rolled. I don't know what that does. Uh, thirteen. This thing ain't fucking moving. Can I? I, 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 I leave. As you no, might. No, 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 I leave. I'm done. Hold on. Hold on. leaves. I, I, I got leave. this. <laughs> I, I leave in laughter. <laughs> hold on. I got this, guys. Give me one second. I'm gonna do wild shape, and I'm gonna fucking wild shape into something. Give me one second. <laughs> I, I just leave in laughter. It's just, it's just so, hilarious. So Tommy, okay, so you get no. How much part gold? Of it. How right. much gold smelted and cooled? Like at the pool at the bottom, like on the, the, on the yeah, base. The small pool, pool, pool that you have. Yeah. Small pool. Uh, I don't know. I'd say like maybe a hundred gold worth. All right. Uh, who's left? And it's just me, uh, you, and and uh, we aqua. So we split it three ways. And Chris, Chris, Chris is character. Yeah, so we split it four ways. Twenty five gold apiece. Split it four ways. Twenty five. Well, it is it's currently a glob. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a glob. Each it's person just, gets about twenty. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll weigh it out later. And, yeah, when you somehow you manage to melt it and mint it into coins. Yeah. Give me one second. Sure. I'm gonna... you, guys, you guys really thought this through. This was this was. Is the dire wolf head still on the second floor? Great plan. Yes. Right, how about you hold it for now? And can then when I we get to town, yeah, no we'll, we'll break it up somehow. Uh, and, uh, yeah, sure, if you want to. Sure, and I'm just going to use the pelt off of it. Let's just take a knife and just start moving the pelt from the wolf head. It 
cracks. It's, it is super fucking old. Oh, okay. So it's like disintegrating. Which mission helped off yeah. the statue? It's disintegrating. Ah, I forget. Alright. Uh, give me one second. I want to... I'm still no, What are you, what are you to, shaping? I want to know. This is. I know. I'm try, uh, I think it's the, the, the dinosaur thing. Great way to end the session. <laughs> and then you the guys, floor just crumbles. You guys, you guys find one of the treasures to defeat Strahd, and you're worried about if you can get gold off of the statues. That made them. This is classic. classic. Collateral damage. Collateral fucking damage, bro. Classic. Oh my god. Is there any? Is there any monetary gain that we can get out of this? It's not like you know saving an entire like. Air region, an entire demiplane from like an undead demigod. I mean, yeah, that's cool, but am I getting paid? Like, that's that's the question. You know, Larissa's gonna wake up tomorrow and like, what did I miss? Like, well, you missed them fucking fucking around for like an hour trying to get she gold got the off final the goddamn kill, yeah. statue. She got the final kill. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you want to kill the rest. You didn't miss much. Just I, t- I turned into a black bear. Why, why I gotta be black for? Because it's stronger than the white bear. <laughs> hey, yeah. I have yeah. um, Why don't I use create water, have it go underneath the gold, and then freeze it into a type of sled? Then we can connect it. I mean, you tie it up with uh, uh, the rope and pull it. The wherever we need to pull it. Um, sure. Uh, Great idea. Roll a dexterity check for me. Make sure you can do this how you okay. want. <laughs> I give, I give, I give him guidance. All right. So add a d4 to that. I, uh, oh my god. Before he, I'm still before cracking you. up down the stairs. Can't even move. This is laughing. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And then roll a d4. Oh wait, uh, we're gonna have to do oh, D four. Okay. Oh, you roll the you roll the D you roll the D twenty plus four. So you oh, roll the D twenty plus the plus the D four. You add those two numbers, which was the eight you got. Do you have a dexterity? Uh, a dexterity. Uh, no, he- Oh, my dex is, uh, two. Hold on. Uh, wait. So you rolled an eight plus two. Ten. No, no, no. Right. no. So this is how it no. goes. You, you got a four on the d20, mm-hmm. and then oh, you rolled a four yeah. on the d4. Right. So that's eight. And what is your dexterity modifier? Two. 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 So you roll a ten. Luckily, this was not a super high thing to roll for. Um... It looks less like a sled and more like a block of ice with, like, rope in it. But it does the job that you're looking for it to do. You manage to get this mound of gold uh, frozen up in this thing, up off the ground, and you just sort of pull it down with you. Are you going to be shaped to try and knock one of these statues down and somehow 100%. drag it and somehow drag it somewhere? Like where? I, I want to know if it like when it lands, maybe it'll like break because, back because my, of the force. I'm just gonna throw this out here. Um, you guys still have to get over the twenty foot walls with spikes on them because there's still a giant thirty foot wall of green magical fire 
oh, shit. keeping you from getting out of this area. Oh, the, they couldn't go. I was heading towards the bridge. Oh, you're heading towards the bridge? I was assuming that the bridge is the way down. Or am, or am I reading that wrong? Oh, look at the... Uh, here, I'll, yeah, pop over, the... I'll pop you over to the other map. Okay. You can see. You are... <clears throat> here. Got it. Here's the tower. Right. This continues to go into the mountains over the bridge. Mm -hmm. And it just goes into just mountains. Um... The only spot, if you're trying to get back to the town you guys were originally trying to go for, you need to go the opposite direction. You go back of the way you came and go back through the path, the pass, uh, all the way back up to... Gotcha. Quick question. <laughs> if we get it to the fire, would it explode it into pieces? You'd have to get it down there. Okay, so I'm going to try to push it then. What are you B-shaping into? Uh, black bear. Black bear. Yep. Alright, roll a strength check for me. Yep. Uh, I, I cast guidance on myself. Alright. <laughs> Natural 20. Jesus. <laughs> plus uh, 2. 22. Uh, plus my strength. Plus 3. Uh, 25. Uh, 24, because it's plus 2, not plus 3. 24 altogether. You got a guy. <laughs> Pushes one of the statues off and it topples down onto the ground. Um, it does seem to break apart a little bit when it hits the bottom with a giant crash, but seems like the the gold plating is all one piece. And as you look, it's maybe about mm, an inch thick of gold. Okay. So now that we have an in, can the water genasis put water between the floor. I can't stand y'all. Yo, Hutch, Sam, out of game? I'm gonna need y'all. We got shit to do. It's quickly just come nightfall and we have to get somewhere to camp. Like like this is the greediest shit I've heard in a long time. I'm only I'm only giving this to them. I'm not taking Oh my god. Uh gold and and we'll we'll deal with it later. Uh Hutch has that in his bag. We'll divvy that up for the four that stayed. Yeah. Um right before we go, I I right over the statue. I, I uh, form ice like a cube of ice, and then I just drop it on on the on the gold to see if it like damages it at all from how high, however high we About are. Thirty feet up, and it does sort of crunch it in a little bit, but okay, it's still stone underneath the majority of that gold that you see. Cool. So just for shits and giggles, so you guys all headed back downstairs, or are you gonna continue? Yes. To Oh, so we're yeah. gonna take yeah, like another so, couple so of laughing. hours and burn daylight daylight <laughs> to try and get gold off these statues. Hey, we point, did, it's like that was, like, in the that was like thirty minutes. It was like nine in the morning. No, it it's, like like it's like It's like two o'clock in the afternoon fight. now. Right. You guys have been uh, for a while now, been trying to get trying to melt the gold off the statues. <laughs> at this point, at this point, would you say that I've read through the at least a good chunk of the book? 
in between, like laughing at the reports that that duo. That duo is beginning with me. Yeah, you okay. read through. You read through. It's a pretty thick tome, but oh, you, yeah, you okay. read through a good chunk of it. Gotcha. You're skimming through mostly. Game, I just yeah. want to say that the water genasi probably could have had someone make a dent inside the statue and then use water to fill inside the cracks and expand it when it freezes and cause yeah, the thing to that, shatter. That's what this. I. Yeah, that's what I said at the end. But. Yeah, but it took it took it, <laughs> but it took like half an hour of you guys trying to figure out how to do this to get to that point. <laughs> That's how engineering works. If we all right, well, when, when we get to it, it, when we get to we, it, we we'll do it. It's there. The, uh, artificer there. It would have probably went a lot faster. Hey, we still we still got it. It's the down. artificer took the high route and did it and wanted nothing to do with this. So it's like, all right, yep. that's cool. <laughs> it's all good. The, the career criminal was just laughing. I mean, like, out of game, this is hilarious. But, like, <laughs> you guys asking me... Like, out of game? Like, you guys how, are ridiculous. Yeah, out of, like, in game, it's like, you you want to do what? Like, <laughs> the I'm having to, I'm having to like, make weight of gold up? Like, they don't... No one tries to, like, steal the gold off the statues. We did. Yeah, <laughs> why? <sighs> They wanted it. I don't know. They like gold. I like gold. I like gold. You guys are like the worst Ocean's Eleven team. You know that. Oh, right? okay, but but we we do have a whole statue on the on the ground when we get to it, and we can definitely do what he said. So we still, we still right. have to figure out. So, how to get so we're past good. The fire. Let's move on. It, it's on the ground so outside. It, outside. We figured out right? how to get past the fire. We just gotta do that again. That yeah. that statue pushes on the ground outside the tower. Yeah, Here, here's the question. Um, how, where are we going to set up camp or get to someplace that's warm? It depends on time. Do you guys want to set up in here? Yeah. I would like to get as far away from this place as, as possible. possible. But it's, we cleaned it out. We're good. Right. But the higher up in this mountain that we are, the colder we're going to be and the harder uh, it is going for us to be like, to sleep well and all that other stuff. Okay. I what do, you guys want do, do well in the forest. I do not do well in mountains. So where grass is green and trees are high, I'd like to go there, please. All right. What's the next? Uh, what's the next clue? From the oh, that's room. somewhere else. All Green. the clues are somewhere else. We just gotta get out of here. Uh, yeah, let's get out of here. The next clue says. One of stars, go to a place of dizzying heights where the stone itself is alive. Oh, that that sounded like this too. <laughs> uh, do you, did you uh, did you push that statue out already? Is it on the ground? Yeah. Yeah, it's on the ground. Oh, I'm gonna go kind of inspect it. Tommy. No, no, no. When, That's not when yours. When we killed the gargoyle, I, I was there. They they were, supporting. I was supporting. Were the correct. bodies? Did the bodies have anything on them? Come no. on, Liaqua. It's it's your buddy here. No, I got it. I'm out again. Guy is like, nah. We just did that work. <laughs> In game, sure. <laughs> what? Did did the gargoyles have anything on them? Like, were there anything special about them, or did, were they, did we kill them to explosion at that point? There were, they were, they were what are called uh, rocks. They were demons, and they didn't have anything on them. Oh, okay. And right, you so guys didn't technically look for them, and if you're looking for them now, they've essentially, uh, they're essentially, uh, 
black puddles of, of like viscous. Uh, yeah, I remember the four. first one rolled off the side of the yeah. Okay. We're we're in the bottom left hand of the map, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, which way do you guys want to go? We're trying to head to. We gotta, we gotta hop back over the. Yeah, we have to hop back over the gate. Oh, so we're leaving. Okay. Um. All right. So we're on the way out. We're gonna we're gonna walk right by those statues, right? The statue, right? There's no more statues. The statues are puddles now. No, the one I pushed over. And as you guys are arguing about this, you hear thunder claps in the background. Oh, that's uh, general. And slowly but surely, you see that oh so familiar tavern that annually <laughs> oh, pops the fuck up. I. Mac Tiny in the back. I say, hey, look. There's, now's your chance to go get me a drink. And I just walk straight to the pub. I, you don't gra- I grab the, the drink in my hand a little bit tighter. I shake my head like I was not. I walk towards the table. I, I walk inside as well. Um, how, how far is that statue from the tavern? <laughs> couple hundred feet couple hundred feet alright uh, I, I put ice under it and like a, a cube and try to raise it up what is it can can it do that guy guy ask the journeyman to move the tavern nope. up a little bit nope I'm, I did it I want to do it myself I'm gonna throw my headphones so I do an ice cube of five five by five and I, I want to carry the the gold the statue Sure, you're able to do that, but you're moving at half speed. That's fine, as long as I'm moving. Okay. Can I help him push it and speed it up a little bit? I was going to say, out of game, if you just tie a rope around it and just ice the entire snow path and just drag right, it on right. and just slide along the ice. That's no, no, no. I like, I, like, I like their idea better. <laughs> it takes them longer. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone gets to the tavern, and then I'll, I'll be there in a little bit. Goodbye. No. The rest of you walk in. It's like some of the dumbest shit ever. Asher <laughs> <laughs> just walks in shaking his head like, what the fuck? I look at the journeyman, if he's there. I'm like, I think there's something wrong with your flask. That's just dumb. Oh, you're gonna die. Yeah, I don't think there is. Great risk. Oh, bulls in this. <laughs> Never said there was. Come on, Van Halen. You could do something better. I need something on my journeys. I already gave you something on your journeys. In fact, your group gave you something on your journeys. You have that wonderful, nice vampiric dagger. It's a fun toy. I won't lie. I need some booze though. Give me, get, let me get some of your top shelf stuff right now. Tiny has to got it for me. He just gives you a look of like, what are you even talking about? Just that look of like, seriously? 
He turns around and there is a halfling sitting behind the bar. He says, well, we go get him our top shelf stuff. Well, he just nods his head. All right. How long does it take for me to come in? Oh, you're still going. You're maybe about halfway there. Okay, cool. No worries. I want. I want to see his face when I walk in. I, I go up to the journeyman and I and I show him the journal. I say, according to this, this is Strahd's journal. This is the first piece of what we need to do to to stop him. Oh, interesting. Where? Uh, I see one blue. Where's blue number two? Well, he's still coming. We all, we, we all, I, I point to the door and go, trust me, he's on his way. He has a surprise for you. <laughs> Atros just shakes his head and goes to the bar and actually orders a drink. That's the spirit bird boy. Let's go, bird box. Yeah, I, 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 join, I join Atros at the bar and I just, whatever Atros gets, I'll have. Put some fur in your chest, Cub. That's right. Long battle. <coughs> I just put a finger up and I go, nope, not, not now. You're, nope. So this is what you guys do? And he walks over to the window and sees Weakwa slowly pulling a massive fucking statue. Slowly <laughs> but surely. With Argyle pushing from behind, like he, Argyle's kind of like half pushing. He's more like, "Oh yeah, no, you're doing great. You're, oh, yeah." <laughs> and Weak was like, ah, "Ah, I don't need to pull it. <laughs> it's my responsibility." Oh, it, it, it's 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 tough. funnier though. Go for it. it. Guys are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> God, so fucking ridiculous. And richer. It wasn't to me this time. No, it actually wasn't. <laughs> oh, you guys are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, the journeyman says that. The journeyman's like, I. What was the point of that? Well, Eddie Vedder, they decided to put some more gold in their pocket. It was fun to watch. Then you saw one struggle, and then someone who you didn't expect kind of pushed it down. But we did get a book. We got a really nice book. I, I, I again, I again waved the book and I said, "So I seem to be the only one interested, other than Atros and Glide, and at one point we are in this book that would actually help us do the thing that we came here for." Listen, listen I don't know about you guys, but I'm not trying to stay here any longer than I have already because I'm tired of this place. As, 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 as Kyber begins to speak, the journeyman snaps and points right at him. And he starts talking, and then all of a sudden, nothing is coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. He's moving. His mouth is moving. No sound. As this happens, I'm just staring dead straight ahead, just not even looking at anybody, just deadpan expression on my face. I just slam two gold on the table and just point at the strongest drink they have in the bar. It's oh. on the house. Oh. <laughs> but you... Floof. 
You gotta pay. I'm tired of you running your mouth. I mean, unless you want to go one-on-one. -on -one. Do it! You feel like you gotta prove something. Uh -oh. I wrap my arm around the, the, the journeyman and I go, I'm just shaking my head now. Are you sure? Because you talk a really good game. <laughs> I just want a drink. What was that? I can't hear you. I just pat him on the back and I go sit right back at the bar. <laughs> Yo, facts, huh? Facts. <laughs> You guys with your fucking gifs. <laughs> I know you want to drink. And I know you feel like you have to be all boisterous and annoying and whatever you think this whole facade that you're you're doing is helping you, but it's not. He snaps his fingers again and Kyber's able to speak. But, you know, I, I, that's why I like you, Eddie Vedder. You know, you have great you Call me Eddie Vedder one more time. I'm going to declaw you. Okay, Van Halen, you got it. Give me the dagger. I'll behave. I like my toy. Give me the dagger. I'll behave. I like my toy. Journeyman, I'll be good. Stutter? <coughs> this is you your last. This is your last chance. Okay. I'll be a good boy. I promise. I'll, I'll be, be a good boy. I really I've been working. So. I've been working with the team. I've been working on issues. We we. You need to work on your uh your mouth running because if I'm being totally honest, that's my job, not yours. Your job is to be quiet and kill things. My job is to talk. I mean, unless, and he looks around at the rest of you, as Weaqua finally makes it to the fucking door. I'm still, I'm still a bear, by the way. Yes. Can you cast? I don't think you can cast while you're in wild shape. Yeah, as, if it's a cantrip, yeah. I'll, I could double I'll, check, but I'll, 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 sure. I'll roll with it. That's fine. He All looks right. and just sees the bear and the gold statue. Unless I'm mistaken, I'm the one who brought you all here, and if you really need fucking gold, couldn't you just ask me? I mean, what do you need gold for? If it, if it what doesn't do you go, mean... Uh, uh, oh, what are you going... Talking to you. <laughs> uh, oh, I, 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 were you talking out of... Out of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I sorry, was. I was, I was sort of in the moment here. I apologize. Um, no, no, it's all good. Uh, as, as long as it's not verbal or need material it's i can cast it okay cool go go on what do you need gold for anyway i'm there i, I can't talk right I'm now not, he's not even looking at you yeah he's okay, cool. at the rest of everybody else got it what do you need gold for i i, I again keep waving the book and i say I'm i understand we'll get, get to the here. book in a minute i'm i'm resolving this issue right now what do you need gold for? Anybody? Does anyone feel like they want to speak up about this? 
when this is all said and done, we're still going to need money to pay for things. He looks right at Argyle and says, that's assuming that you make it out of this alive. So if you are, and quite honestly, if you are good enough to make it out of this alive, I will pay you handsomely. Fair enough. Until that point, what do you need the gold for? Don't we need it just to maintain our gear and options? Like what? What do you need? I mean, you know, we have different kind of kits. It can be a tad expensive. You know, everything from alchemy kits to sorcerer guides. So, I mean, it can be costly. A couple of hundred uh, gold can make a difference, especially when we come across merchants that want to charge ten times as much. What does everybody have for gold right now? Uh, in my bear form, I just go to draw on on the wall in the draw back. Draw on your wall. I say the aqua. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Okay. Next shouts out one ninety five. Sounds like a couple hundred gold. Anybody else? I just take out the. I just take out the bomb. Put it on the table. What would um? What would the gold be at? Uh, check that last page where it's class and a bunch of notes. It's an all-white, no kind of page, so it's... Serious, I haven't given you your bonus yet. Don't worry. You'll have some money to spend when you leave here again. Okay. Oh. And I slope back into the corner. <laughs> have another beer. <laughs> I just nod respectfully. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, cleric. <laughs> hey, I'm alive, though. <laughs> Kyber slowly raises his hand. Yes, pause. You know, I, I don't need the gold. I would just like a beer. You know, that's all. I feel like if you could handle yourself while you were... If you could handle yourself sober, I might be willing to give you alcohol. But considering you can't even handle yourself sober, why would I want to give you alcohol? Why would I'm I want more, you inebriated? I'm more tolerable when I'm not sober. I doubt that. <clears throat> Very much. I'm just smiling. <laughs> so, what does this, what do we need for gold again? What does everybody need since I seem to be picking you up every day? Like I'm picking up my children from school. Uh, I I turn back into Weaqua and I walk over to the the golden statue and I just say a knight in shining armor. You know what? That's actually pretty funny. I'm gonna give that one to you. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna give that one to you. <laughs> is this you in character or out of character? In character. Tell? No, I'm to, I'm telling. Like, I'm asking Tommy. I'm gonna A, I'm gonna B. So what does everybody need? I mean, I had come here because it seemed like the right time. You may need some help. May need to get out of here. May uh, I don't know. Like maybe you had accomplished a goal and, you know, 
hadn't somehow fucked it up. Seems I was almost right. You seem upset, journeyman. Upset's not the word. I don't get upset. Oh. I'm, I'm not very good at reading social cues. It's, what are it's you? Perfectly all right. I'm less than pleased. Oh, that hurts so much more. Does it? Do you know what that means? No. That's okay, then. So it doesn't hurt that much more. I just heard people say that. It's okay. You're only doing what you think your friends want you to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame you. Okay. I go back to drawing. Yes. I want some new artwork on that wall. Yeah. Thank you. So whose idea was this? And he points to the... I with, without... Should have known with, that. Yeah, I was like, without um, gesturing, I was going to point my eyes towards who it was. <laughs> Shanks? Yeah. Oh, I put my hand up. Oh, yeah, I know. I see I, 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 I had no problem co-signing on this one. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll definitely take it as my idea. I threw it out there. Why, though? I threw it off there. You know, I, I get confused sometimes whether, you know, how much help you're going to give us with things. And I thought we were being resourceful by trying to get as much monetary gain after completing such a tough mission. So that was we would it? be prepared for the next one. We really didn't know you were coming. So there was no assumption that you were going to be here or assist us. We okay. Were really planning to jump right back over that wall. So the next question would be how are you planning to get a get that over the wall? Oh, and no, no, then no. that only happened when you showed up. So so I showed up and you decided to push a statue off of the tower and drag hey, it let me, to my yeah, tavern. Let me, let me clarify. The dragging part only happened once you showed up. The pushing part happened. Hopefully, what? What? But what were you going to do? How are you? How, what was the plan? What was the plan I, of action? Oh, the the plan of what what I initiated up there already happened. We got about a hundred gold worth of a gold blob. Um, but for the most part, it could have went better. They're learning, so it was an experience. So we'll see what they could do. They also got to practice their water genasi skills, and you know. Yeah, if he wants, I can kind of thought out of the box, and that's really what this challenge is going to require at some point, right? Uh, if I open the door, are we still in the same cold area? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I open the door. I, I make a, a a five foot by five ice cube, and then I raise it up, and I'm and I point to it, and I go. I was going to put the golden statue on that and raise it up and then bring it over and bring it down. That's what I was going to do for them. But I, I don't think you should be so disappointed in them, Journeyman, because for the most part, between how they were able to help get over the gate to how they were able to make us smelting for a gold system, I really, it's impressive just what they're capable of. I'm I'm not taking away their creativity. I'm just again you all have coins if you need my help. 
we appreciate that. But as you mentioned before, we're not trying to rely on you to solve the problems that we might need to solve. We do. And I very much agree with that. But my, my question is, between all of you, what is the the party's total funds? How many people you, are there? You talk you keep talking about how you're a team and yet you don't share anything. You don't do things as a group. I assume that it wasn't all of you that tried to help with this. I assume that at least some of you walked away. Correct, yeah. So, was this for the betterment of the party? Or was it for the betterment of the people that decided to stay and try and melt gold off of statues? Well, the people that stayed yeah. and helped. Well, that's perspective-wise. If the people that stayed and helped have more gold than if the other people needed something that they weren't able to afford, they would have help doing that. But my question being... Is there a party fund or is it all individual funds? Have you actually taken to being a team and a group and a, a functioning unit as opposed to a bunch of loosely associated vagabonds and murder hobos? Oh, I, I wanted to share I mean, I, this gold with everybody. I didn't want any of it for myself. It was, I don't need gold. It looked like a great team building exercise that they were doing. I was just watching from afar. And even between that the That doesn't surprise me. You've uh, shared arrows and health potions. So, I mean, so, for as young as this team is, it's been yeah. I mean, tiny, tiny said he was gonna buy something my next drink. Uh, you know, we traded, and I, here, there's a health potion for that. I see. And just oh, to man, show you how big old building right there, Galahad. Galahad was there for us, man. So very glad to hear that. <clears throat> well, oh, where are you looking to go? Can I lean okay. over to the gentleman real quick? Sure. I think they're doing better. I think you need to do better, too. <laughs> I, I lean in. <laughs> I show him the bow. I know about it's it. I gave it to you. I know. <laughs> but you're going to have to tell me how many more I need to hear. I see what this so, thing is capable of. I, I did send you a DM, Tommy, but don't worry about that. No, right no, now. I did I did see it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did see it. I was going to say... Um, Enough when about the, journey, the gold. When the journeyman asks like, where we want to go, I tell him... Uh, if possible, to uh, the next town that we were supposed to go to, that we were supposed to drop Irina off to. Valaki or Kresik? Uh, this one was the one with the church. Uh, I think they it's Valaki. all have churches, which... You no, the one that... We were, going, we were going to the one the furthest away. That was the original plan. Yeah, it was... Uh, furthest from Barovia. Right. Yeah. Is that in line with the next clue? So, Kresik. Yes, that is another great question. You've solved one one clue. What is the next clue that you need to solve? All right. Hey, we are. Have you been writing that down? 
Uh, we, all, we all have it. Yep, because they're my notes, quote unquote. Well, I'm just after, saying after, that's after what you, we are after saying. You, after you've said it, we've all yeah, yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm on, just uh, taking. Just Weak was taking the credit for it. Gotcha. Uh, one of stars. Go to a place of dizzying heights where the stone itself is alive. And I asked, I tell the dreamman, uh, the gargoyles seemed alive, but they don't seem like they were what the next clue was for. <sighs> Who has a high intelligence? Obviously not me. I do. Not in this group. <laughs> I have 16, oh, I think. 14. Uh, 16? Okay. Do you want to, like, see if you can roll an intelligence check to try to figure out what the next clue is, and I can give you guidance? Uh, sure. Is that okay, Investigation, Tom? or just... Do a basic intelligence check. And add a d4. Sure. Add a d4? Yeah, a d4. So roll D4 and whatever you get. Ooh. 18. So that's 21. Did, did you add your intelligence, intelligence modifier? Oh, my intelligence modifier is 3. So that's three. Uh, 24. What was the code? Um, go to... Uh, Where one of stars. Go to a place of dizzying heights where the stone itself is alive. What were the other ones? Just out of just out of curiosity, I have notes. I just don't didn't gotcha. which ones. Um, which. Uh, four of stars. I see a fallen house, guarded by a great stone dragon. Look to the highest peak. Uh, four seer. Look for a dusk elf living amongst the Okay. Pistani. All right, I know what you're talking about. Gotcha. Um. You gather that the second clue is somewhere back across the mountain ranges. So back towards where you began your journey. Began our journey today or began our journey like when we first started the entire, the entire story? Began your journey back somewhere close to where... Uh, probably in the last in the last several days. So, like, you traveled a whole hell of a lot with the journeyman mm -hmm. to get all the way over where you are. Right. But it is on like the opposite side of the map. It's, it's closer to Barovia. It's closer to Barovia proper. Yes. Yeah. Um, what What else can he tell us about the book? Uh, I will actually be giving you guys, like, I will have information about what you guys learned from the book. I will send that to okay. you guys. Fantastic. I don't have it all uh, memorized, unfortunately. Damn it. I thought it was going to be going just to me. <laughs> it's going to you, <laughs> and then you can disseminate it how you wish. Because you're the one who spent, like, the last several hours while they were trying to get gold to read it. That's right. <laughs> we, but we didn't try. We got it. You got some gold, yes. Got a whole um, knight in shining armor right here. Oh, you're I've so. Um, I I tell the group I do want to go to the next clue if we can, but um, if there's any aid we can um, 
if there's anything like we can gather from going to another town that we were supposed to go to, like information is always uh, good as well. But I leave the choice up to you guys. You read the journeyman, the clue, and as you're reading this aloud, you see sort of his eyes just, his face sort of loses a little bit of color, and he's like, oh, that's really where it is. I wasn't going to do this this early, but I feel like if you are going, are you... Are you guys all? Are you trying to go in order? Is this this is what you're doing? Um, no, do they have to be done in order? Not necessarily, but I mean, it's only going to get harder from here. Well, what's the third clue? A great stone dragon. Um, then we have a dusk elf living amongst the Vistani. Um, Oh, this is and then we have uh, the fifth card was the executioner, mm. a dark figure on a balcony. I'll get you out of the pass. Uh, you can make your way whichever way you desire. Um, several, uh, pretty much the rest of the clues that you'll be looking for are going to be very, very difficult to get to. This is probably the easiest one you'll have to have to do. Any suggestions? Let's look for the traveling band of people. Yeah. Those were the Vistani. Yeah, if we can go back yeah. and find them, we might find something. You know, I kind of make the magical words <laughs> to um, Zach says he's right next to me. Yeah. Um, I, 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 that's a group. I, I say, uh, Atros has a good idea, and I was considering it myself since we've already encountered the Vistani. Um, we should go back and see if we can figure out the um, the seer. Look for a dusk. Uh, look for a dusk elf living amongst them. He has suffered great loss and is haunted by dark dreams. Help him, and he will help you in return. If I remember, Cub, didn't they say that there was also other traveling Vasani groups? They did. The group that we met, the the one that we where we got the. Uh, Prediction. The second time said there was no dusk elf among them, but they said there was. They weren't. He wasn't among them. Right, but he lived somewhere. Where did they say that he lived? I don't think they specified. They didn't specify, but, but I know it wasn't with that group that we were familiar with. Gotcha. They're nomadic. They travel. Mm. <laughs> so we have we to find a traveling pair of yeah wretched. Oh. Wherever you guys, what? I'll I'll do this for you, and then please, for the love of the gods, if you can, if you really need help, I'm not telling you don't ever call on me to help you. I mean that's what I am here for, but I mean if you really truly needed gold, you could have just asked. I mean. I'll take care of this. This can go into my workshop. I'll, I'll take care of this. You can take its weight in gold. I'll t How about that? If you're so hard up for gold. 
It will be the party's fund. Not hmm. split between each of you. It will be the party's fund. Whatever you pilfer, whatever the hell it is that you all do. Um, I, su- I, su- I suggest that we all have a designated party fund and someone to uh, maintain the party fund. Not it. I'm just going to take it. I leave I'll, that. I'll I leave it. that up to you. Right. I'm not making that decision, but I think it would be all in your best interest. I will give you a seed for a party fund. I vote glad. She seems so the most well-rounded. So that you can turn your attentions to the things that you're here for. Right. And mainly surviving. I appreciate it. That makes everything easier. That that being said, I'm not going to take you to anywhere in particular. I will let you all rest for the evening, or not necessarily rest per se, um, but you can choose where you'd like to go. We can, at the very least, I can take you on the opposite side of the fire. Right. Uh, whatever you decide. However, I, I would like to speak with you, and he points to Zex, and you, and he points to Shanks, about your bows. Okay. And I, I raise my hand. Yes. Um, uh, I don't know how many days ago it was. Oh, maybe it was yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. But um, they, some of these guys wanted uh, items. Are, are, are they close to done? Or are they done? Or do we pick them up? How do we, how do we go about that? I, I hadn't said morning. that I was going to get you anything. I had, it, oh, I misunderstood. I, I mean, if you have a wish list, that's wonderful. If I can somehow manage to get something like that, or at least procure something along those lines, I'd be happy to. But you have to give me time. No, for, I, I was just one. I, I wasn't sure how much time has passed. <clears throat> Carry on. It's literally this morning. Okay. Or, or last night, rather. I've been busy. I apologize. It's been a busy several weeks. All right. Um, I, I spend. I, I give. I give him a, a confused but understanding look. Like, ah, got it. Oh, okay. So you said you said I could go rest upstairs in the room, right? Be if you'd like, or if you would like some alcohol, maybe you can have some if you think you can hold your liquor. Oh, I would. I would definitely love to have some alcohol and take it to my room and enjoy it. I think you're gonna take it. You're gonna enjoy your alcohol down here. And you know what? You can get to know my friend. Mr. Edgewater, as the halfling comes out with a rather oversized mug. He's, like, carrying it like a barrel to him. So it's, it's big. It's one of the bigger ones that you've seen. This is, like, maybe a half pint to tiny, but to you, it's pretty freaking huge. And to him, he's carrying a freaking barrel of beer. And he begins to sit down and chat with you. He has also had a very checkered past with humans. We can roleplay that another time. Uh, so you're all able to go and do your own things uh, I will see about said magical items uh, I would also continue to look through where you go see there may be some items that you could find like your okay. thank you but the two of you he points to Zex and Shanks my office please 
I I go upstairs. I I want to change uh, into a small like uh, flying creature, like a mosquito or something, and go inside the room just like I did last time. <laughs> Roll a stealth check. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, I want Duo to pay attention to him. I want Duo. To, I want no, Duo. No, but you guys have you no idea. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. What's Duo's passive perception? Seventeen. Ah, uh, good job. His passive perception sixteen. I don't think anybody else has anything higher than like a fifteen or a sixteen. I didn't even do my minus, guidance. Goddamn. My, my, minus fifteen. Pretty sure the highest is sixteen. So yeah. he's able to do it without any of you noticing offhand that he does it. And just for shits and gigs, Journeyman doesn't notice either. Wow. <laughs> oh, he's very intent on what he's about yeah. to do. Okay. So the, um, the two of you walk into his office, and Shanks, you've been in this room before. Zax, you have not. It is a. It looks... Like it would be very small, but as soon as you walk into it, it's it's rather large and expansive. There's a a, a large wooden table that he uses as a desk, and there are two rather interesting-looking bench slash slash seat chairs. Like it's hard to describe. It's it's very the furniture is very different from anything you've ever really seen. Mm-hmm. And he sits down. He says, "I'd been." Hoping that you would have a little bit more time with this, but with what you have to do to complete this quest that I've put you on, I, I, I fear that you may need uh, a little bit more help. And I'm working on the rest of the party to try and give them a little bit of a boost, because this is not going to be easy. I, now I that tell- I tell him, I tell him like what we what we did with the bowls and like we and uh, explain to him that we kind of discerned a little bit, but I, uh, as far as I know, I'm not tapping into the magical properties that you said I ha- it had, and I'm not sure where to go from here. You're very perceptive. Both of you are. However. I don't expect you to understand the nature of the magic that's imbued in your bows. It is, um, well, to put it very frankly, it is not from this world. So. Oh. Yes. However. He reaches out. I... I asked, I asked the journeyman plainly, are you not from this world? Well, I mean, technically here in Barovia, none of us are from this world because this is a... It's, it's hard, to, hard to explain. Let's just say this is another, another plane of existence that we're on currently. I gathered... And I, I just shake my head. I go, I got it. Don't worry. Enough said. What I would do as well, if I didn't understand, shake my head. Just nod and 
I I would that's a very smart idea. He pulls out a what looks like a wand. And puts his hand out for you and looks at you, Shanks, and Bo, please. I had it to him. Now this would have done this after a certain amount of time with it, but I feel like this may need to be accelerated a bit, at least to get you to the next stage of what this is capable of doing. Uh, however, the final stage is totally up to you. He pops it out, and you hear a... And the runes on it begin to glow, and it slowly swirls around the blade, uh, around the bow, and it flashes for a second and says, here, and I will send you... You now have... Mind's Eye, and this is in your chat here. Of what it is capable of doing. Now at this second level. And you, he looks to Zex. And says... It does the same thing. Pulls out his bow. Uh, I need... Uh, Lawrence, I need you to roll me... Uh, 2d4. And Shoot. let me know what the numbers are. Okay. Uh... uh. A one and a two. All right. So as he takes your bow, he takes the same wand, and you hear the same. The mark on the top begins to glow on the left side. So if you're holding the bow, it's the holding it down, uh, top left and the top right begin to glow and he looks at you and he says all you need to do is speak either the word Medusa or Barrage and these actions will come to you and I, will, I have don't have it completely written out yet but essentially you get one charge a day um, and by saying Medusa you have the ability to let it um, if you hit a an enemy with an arrow or uh, with the blade of the bow uh, it has to make a constitution saving throw uh, for whatever your DC is I think, what's your what's your spell DC 11 11. Has to make a yeah. We'll say for shits and giggles, thirteen. Thirteen seems like a reasonable number. Um, make a DC save of thirteen. Uh, if it fails, um, it takes one D eight of poison damage and begins the slow process of petrifying. And on its next next turn, if it sails another Constitution saving throw, it becomes petrified. Oh, and. Um. The uh, what was the other one? Barrage. Yeah. Yeah. You said um, that. So if I'm looking at the blade, it's the top two. The, to the top two. Gotcha. Um, and the bottom, uh, the other one. If you say, if you say barrage, mm -hmm. um, 
you the bow it essentially becomes a bow of many arrows oh. and these all last for these last for about a minute a piece okay but in combat that's about 10 rounds so you can do a lot of damage in 10 rounds yeah I have you handed me the bow back Yes, you get the bow back as he is explaining this to you. I take it with like a mouth like really wide and I say thank you. I'm not I'm yeah. When I ordered this bow, I ordered like, you know I understand. But I don't think you knew what you were getting into. Not even in the slightest. No, you didn't. Oh, and by the way, the words have to be said in undercommon. Or it won't work. Good to know. Figured I'd let you know that. So not so no, just so anyone can one, use it. Good to know. Um, thank you. Seriously. Argo sends his regards. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some. I have a giant fucking gold-plated statue that I need to drag into my workshop. So go have your drinks. And do whatever the hell it is that you want to do. And figure out where you want to go. And I will drop um, you there. Can I be in the workshop? I was, I was going to say, say I was going to hand him the book and ask him if he, if, uh, if he wanted to hold on to it for safekeeping. And, uh, or should I read it? Like, I think, I think maybe you should read that and maybe let the others know what you find out. Um, We'll do the workshop and then we'll call it because it's almost four o'clock in the morning here. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, can I also go to the workshop? Sure. All right. Um, I wanted to give uh, a sample of mother's milk um, or each of the three elixirs um, to Atros to see if he would have the ability to potentially recreate them or add that to his wheelhouse of alcohol. Right, I was thinking the same thing. I was actually going to pull out my holy vial. and. Um, well, I mean, you're more of the alchemist than Atros is, if I remember oh, okay. correctly. Oh, I thought we were making poison arrows or something. Well, you make, oh, yeah. you make he, the arrows. He makes the arrows. You make the poison. Uh, gotcha. So, okay. So, so, if anything, right. you would be the one that would be able to potentially replicate these things. He would be the one to be able to build you something that could make it uh, more of a lethal delivery. Gotcha. As it were. So, right. you remember, you were the one who made the acid, uh, but he was the one who made the vile arrows in order to for you to shoot acid arrows. I got you. But I could also pour the elixir... With the dexterity mod, because at um, uh, young, what's your dexterity mod? Uh, three. Okay, my de- mine's a plus four. So if you want, if you are able to just make the arrows, then I can do the exchange of whatever the chemical is to it. Do you have the original arrow I made? I have both arrows, one with the acid in it and the other with the vial. Okay, so one of my Kenku features, I have advantage when copying or forging objects. So because I've created before, mm-hmm. I would think I have the advantage when I'm trying to recreate something I've made before. Yes, you do. 
So you okay, so I will give you the the uh, empty arrow with the casing. All right. So you need me to roll. So roll with advantage for dexterity. Uh, a dexterity check. Uh, add your proficiency with Tinker Tools. Okay, so proficiency is plus three, dexterity is plus three, and it's with advantage. Mm -hmm. Nat 20 with this. Good fucking stuff. You managed to make like a, a six pack of molds, essentially, where all you really need to do is pour liquid metal into the molds and add the vial and you can pretty much at whatever point you like uh, make uh, vial arrows essentially they'll still be fragile and this is still like prototype one this is the you're, you're you may need to refine this because you know you jostle them around too much unfortunately shit's gonna break as it is still glass um, but relatively easily you're able to replicate the arrows you use the small forge and you pour in um, would you um, Hutch would you like to uh, you have six more vile arrows that you can use or arrowheads okay so six more vile arrows um, do I have to learn uh, the, the components of the chemical to be able to reproduce it yes Okay, well, so not well. I mean, I it would be like an intelligence. It would be like an investigation sort of deal. You okay? So you're I, not I gonna have to have worry to about materials or anything like that because you're in the journeyman's lab and you can pretty much use whatever you need to. He's given you carte blanche to just go and make shit that would be useful for you. Uh, can I make a, a herbalism kit? Uh, uh, healing potions. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, Roll me. You have proficiency with it. Yeah, herbalism kit. Yeah. Yeah. So roll. Both of you would roll. Um. I'd say dex. Uh. Are you still the bug? Are you still the fly? Oh uh, no! I wait. I waited for you guys to go out, and as soon as you did, I went out to shapeshift and came back. I just figured, shorthand. Gotcha. I'd say. For um, Shanks, if you want to try and figure out what the chemical composition is of the three, um, you should have those written down. I because I don't remember off the top of my head what they were. I don't yeah, I have the chemical down. composition. Oh, I wanted to ask because specifically for Mother's Milk, you said it was a poison, <clears throat> but if it were to be in the vial of the arrow, what poison damage would it add specifically? Like, would it just be another 1d6 of poison? or uh, Potentially, depending on what the dose is. Okay. So because, that would be the amount the, that it's in the vial. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, one of them is just uh, a golden syrup that makes you appear younger and more attractive for 24 hours. That's youth. The other one yeah. is actually not magical. It's a red tea that inflicts the imbiber with cackle fever, which is just essentially just a disease. 
the pale tincture, the mother's milk, is uh, is a d6 of poison damage, essentially. D6, that's what I They repeat the saving throw every 24 hours, um, and uh, taking 1d6 poison damage on a failed save uh, until the poison ends. The damage, uh, the poison deals can't be healed by any means. And after seven successful saving throws, the effect ends and the creature can heal normally. Okay. Did you say seven successful saving throws? Yes. Yeah, yeah Mother's Milk is a really bad poison. Damn, son. Oh, <laughs> All right, uh, so I definitely want to... But it would be a lasting effect. They would but it would to, be a lasting... So it would be... Uh, you said, you said it wouldn't seven. be every round, but like that thing would not recover unless it had... Hopefully you would kill something with that, but you would use mother's milk to like fuck with somebody over time. Right. What did you want me to roll? Uh, I'm going to have you roll a medicine check... Uh, with your proficiency and um, yeah okay. so you said I had six vile arrows you have six vile arrows that he just made and I believe you had an empty seven one because uh, we aqua scared the shit out of uh, right 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 <laughs> Atros and he, he dumped half of the acid mm, okay so I I have to roll first for to learn what the an investigation. So I rolled eighteen. Eighteen. You get a pretty uh, good idea on how to how to make it. Um, it may not be exactly what Mother's Milk was before, but you have something pretty similar. Um, it will still be essentially a poison. Um, okay. Poison arrow, and instead uh, of it being a one of the type of deals where it's a poison that is dipped along uh, on, on the uh, coats, the outside of the arrow, it is something that will break once the arrow impacts into something. Right. So can I now um, fill the arrows? Do I need to keep one vial available for you, Atros? Or, or because of your mold, you can replicate better molds later? Yeah, he has. Oh. now that he has a mold, he can replicate when okay. he likes and, and make uh, uh, if he wants to like out of game if you want to make like uh, like schematics and stuff like that on how you would want to better do that for uh, maybe more uh, uh, bigger doses for the poison for more damage or you know potentially like you pretty much have carte blanche on what you can make as long as you can Make the ro- hit the rolls that you need to hit to be able to make them. All right, I'm with it. Do I right. also have time right now to get some like some leather straps and some belts that they have around for materials and fashion some kind of uh, harness for a duo? Um, yeah, sure. Do you have leather workers' tools? Uh, I just have tinkers' tools, Smith's tools, Steve's tools, and woodcarver supplies. Um, you can do it, but you would not be able to add your proficiency to it. It would just mainly be a straight roll of the dex- uh, a dexterity. I'll still try. Well, actually, roll me an intelligence first uh, check first to figure out if you're able to do it. If you can come up with a plan on how to put it together. I've seen your schematics, but like putting together a working prototype and then building upon it. 
like right, building so a prototype is, that, is one thing as opposed to like actually putting it on the bird. Right. Okay. So it's three, so it's intelligence plus intelligence modifier. Yes. All right. That was a six. Hmm. Yeah, this one's going to be a little bit more complicated than you first thought it might be. Not impossible. Not impossible, but right now you don't see with your time currently with the journeyman at this point, just because you're not entirely sure how long you're staying. You're going to need more than just like a couple hours in the workshop to really figure out how to create uh, a harness, a working harness for a magical eldritch cannon that you can imbue onto the back of a bloodhawk for it to roam around and shoot shit for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe next time I'll just ask We Aqua for some guidance. Potentially, <laughs> but unfortunately, not today. Uh, you do have the supplies, so uh, you have the schematics, um, but you still have to work on them. Unfortunately, it's not right. going to. I'll refine those. Come up. Yes, absolutely. Um, and a dexterity uh, check for you, Shanks, to fill. Uh, actually, are you trying to? Are you going to replicate uh, Mother's Milk? No, no, no. Now that I have it in the wheelhouse, I can replicate it any time. So I'm just going to get the Mother's Milk that I have to. All right. So with mo- the Mother's Milk vial that you have, you can do like maybe three doses of uh, Mother's Milk. Oh, yeah. Oh, you when you were saying I could coat the tips, you said five or six, but I guess yes, when you coat the tips. But this, since you're putting in a, a the dosage, like a dosage, it's going to be a little bit more potent, and okay. it will not necessarily potent, but it will last longer because you'd only have the coat the tips for like it would last for an hour and then evaporate, and it would be useless for you. I got Whereas you. now you can literally just put a dosage into an arrow, and it stays like that until you shoot the until. arrow. So 19, 19 with the plus four. 15 plus four. All right. So you're able to fill the three. Uh, you do have the chemical composition as well. So you now have uh, one acid arrow and three poison arrows that do uh, D6 poison damage. Very nice. You can add those into your inventory. Is there anything else anybody would like to do before we close the game out tonight? I was just doing the roll for the healing. Um, um, what yeah? What'd you get for your medicine check? With the guidance and the healing altogether, twenty-two. Um, I'll say uh, though it takes you uh, a better part of the evening, um, or however long you happen to be in that particular spot. Cause time seems a little bit wonky in this in this tavern. Um, you are able to put together two regular healing potions. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. They're not red, though. They're blue, like you are, because you like to be creative. Yeah. <laughs> and I get, those are my, like... Those. That's your version of it. Yeah. So has Shanks actually filled up any of those arrows? He's filled, up, arrows? Th- he's filled up three of them. He still has four empty ones. Four empty ones. Can I pass him over my holy vial, uh, my vial of holy water, and just so he has uh, some other types of arrows? I'll help him fill it up. Yeah, roll a dexterity check, uh, Shanks. For roll see. with guidance. Yep, you with guidance, and I'll say you can get two of those. You can have two holy arrows. All right, so nice. fourteen. What does guidance add? A, a D four. A D four. 
two. So sixteen. Sixteen. All right. It it's a little shaky. Uh, was not nearly as you weren't. It, you're a little tired at this point. It's been kind of a long day, and a lot of concentration has gone into figuring out mother's milk and how to replicate that and making sure that you're not losing any of what little you had of the original composition uh, while pouring the other one. So this one a little bit gets on, on the outside and dribbles down a little bit, but you managed to get to fill uh, the two uh, two more arrowheads uh, with uh, one dose each of, of holy oil. So you have two holy arrows. And th- what does that do exactly? You're not entirely sure. Oh, okay. But it is holy oil, and you seem to be fighting an undead vampire sort of deal. So, I mean, it can't be all bad, can it? Nope. Extra not damage. <laughs> You'll find out. Uh, can I spend the rest of my time uh, copying the rituals that I can from uh, uh, Loris's character into my virtual caster book. Sure. So you're in the tavern. Uh, you've got, let's see, you've got Shanks, Atros, and We Aqua in the workshop. And uh, you have uh, the halfling Welby is currently talking to Kyver. And everyone else just seems to be talking amongst themselves or sitting alone, drinking alone. And uh, that's where we are. The journeyman is just sort of hanging by the bar. I pull up next to him and I ask him if I could speak to him in private. Yeah, I don't see why not. Would you like to step into my office, Sex? Absolutely. All right. Well, then let's head over there. You guys make your way into the office, which you guys, which you were in like maybe 10 minutes ago with Shanks. Um, still, right. still looks this, exactly the same as it was before. Um, Except there's only one seat there instead of the two seats that you guys saw before. I was go- I was gonna ask about. All right. Um. So I'm not sure how much help you are going to be with this, but I figure you seem pretty capable, and you see, uh, you seem like you know some things. I know a few things, here and there. What do you need? When we went to the Vistani camp, the first time. The first time? The first time. You've been to... You've been to multiple Vistani camps? No. It seems like we went to the same Vistani camp twice, and they got pretty freaked out about it the second time around. So they knew that you had been there twice? We, some of us, kind of figured it out. I don't think the entire group has picked up. Okay, interesting. Continue. Um, I spoke to the fortune teller who gave us the tarot card readings. Mm -hmm. After the reading, I asked her about my past and if she knew anything that would help aid me in knowing more about it Mm -hmm. she told me that I need to 
putting it loosely, quell or deal with the darkness that layers within me before I'm able to move forward with knowing who I am. Okay. And... So, have you, before, before today... Yeah. Or before meeting Kyber and I, have you run into many tabaxi? Oh, I've met plenty of tabaxi. Any that look like me? That look like you? I mean, he sort of looks at you for a second, really, like, taking in, like, exactly, like, your features and everything. I mean, it's not that your particular version of tabaxi is rare. I haven't seen too many of uh, Carousel, but, I mean, just means that I haven't traveled as much as uh, I would hope, I guess. I have I have seen uh, those who look like you. Zex goes from, like, a sitting forward position to, like, leaning back, kind of slumped. Takes a big breath and says... Have you dealt with losing your your memory? <laughs> um, in a manner of or, speaking, yes. Probably not in the same way that you have. Yeah, I'm. I feel like so. I, and I go into the story about like how I met met Argo, and you know. Like me just being on the streets and waking up one day at 16. Okay. Or at least what I think is 16 for me. Um, so describe it a little bit more because I don't know if you've actually gone into what your story is. So. Okay. So I woke up one day in a town that I'm not familiar in, in an alley of sorts. Not really hurt or beaten or bruised or anything wrong with me other than I just couldn't remember who I was and how I'd gotten there. Mm -hmm. Um, Little to no coin on me, barely, you know, anything on me other than, you know, the clothes that I had on. I kind of asked around and no one seemed to know where I came from. They looked at me very confused and puzzled. It was really, really strange because I just... It almost felt like I was placed there, and I'm not sure why. Okay. Um, spent a few years, you know, trying to do random odd jobs and help, you know, get myself on my feet as best as I could. Um, met a few nice people along the way. Met a few not-so-nice people along the way. Did, uh, some things to kind of get by. And about seven years later, I met Argo. Mm-hmm. Argo. Nice man. Uh, probably the nicest man I've ever met. And, yeah, he's, he's, he's an interesting man. 
you wouldn't you wouldn't think he's as tough as he is because you know you just see a big pot belly and a, and a smile and boisterous laugh that comes across his face but he's one mean son of a bitch well to be fair some of the most unassuming people are uh, not people that you want to fuck with I get that I get that for sure but with me he was always really nice a, a father figure took me under his wing um the first job we ever had i was looking at this town bounty board of sorts and they were just looking for people to you know help out where they could give a little coin Mm -hmm. and oddly enough this um this town had been losing chickens each night for some odd reason so me and Argo uh, are both looking at this board and to this day I have no idea why he took the job. It's not something he would normally do. I think he was pretty bored. But um, seeing my interest and seeing my need for a little bit of coin, he decided to give me the entirety of it if we both went together. I think he was looking for a prospect of like an apprentice or what have you mm. uh, looking back on it now but um yeah took a he took a liking to me what uh, uh what what was the job what ended up being the, the so situation it, so it ended up being someone pulling a prank it wasn't so sinister as everyone made it out to be mm-hmm. um they never really kidnapped chickens and like slaughter them anything nefarious like that they took the chickens placed them on a farm that people thought were it was abandoned and swapped out some chickens with other chickens from other farms it was an elaborate prank a bunch of like i would say kids but they were closer to their 20s they just <laughs> the real prankster kind of sort Trying to see how uh, how far they can get before how, people caught on. How much you can get away with. I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely an interesting job. Um, and I think the only reason we found it is because we stumbled upon one of the kids uh, taking uh, this path to that abandoned um, or seemingly abandoned farmhouse. Mm-hmm. So it was a kind of a chance of luck and maybe a bit of skill. All right. But uh, yeah, Argo took me in. Um, that's how I got you know acquainted with him and the, and the the guilds. Um, and even now, I'm I'm. It's been almost. I want to say half my life has passed since that time where I woke up. And I don't really have a sense of memories. I don't dream about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing rings a bell. I don't really even know the lands where I came from to even start, you know, to to go on that quest to where I came from, if that's indeed where I came from. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... The Vestani woman, she, her telling me that I have to quell this darkness. I never thought of myself as a particularly dark kind of kid. Well, I mean, quelling the darkness could mean 
so many different things. Um, you, I mean, there, there are a range of possibilities of uh, why you don't have your memories beyond a certain point. Um, they could be, it could be as simple as uh, your brain just blocking them out because of, it was such a traumatic time for you. Um, there is the possibility of it being not necessarily magically removed, but magically blocked. Um, but think of it sort of as a magical darkness in your mind. Um, I mean, there are a number of things. Uh, let me ask you, um, what is your stance on religion? The gods, as it were. He takes this, uh, uh, a lean back into his chair, like kind of sitting upright. Can I ask you why you asked first? Oh. This could potentially be the work of a god or gods. I'm just trying to ascertain any connections. Uh, there, I do have bits of information, uh, but I don't necessarily know how they connect. I'm trying to connect the dots myself. Um... I feel like instead of just giving you bits of information to run across, I'd maybe connecting a few of the dots for you may put you on the right path as opposed to having a scatter shot and going after each one individually. Yeah, yeah. I've been on a lot of those uh, red herring kind of missions. Um, Gotta love fetch quests. <laughs> yeah. So, gods, Argo, religion... Argo. Argo wasn't really a religious man himself. His, oh, his stance has always been he knows the gods exist, but whatever they make of his life and what have you, um, he tries not to get in their way as long as they he doesn't get in theirs. And It's one of those strange things. I don't think he's a deeply religious man, so I never found myself to be a deeply religious person myself. You know, I've heard people speak about their gods and, you know, and I know of some of the history of the gods of this land, mm. but it was never something that really crossed my mind as something that was a necessity, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. How well do you know the rest of your party? Um, like, not much. I would say, at best, we have a sense of who Shanks is based on what he's told us now. Um, <laughs> I have a, I have a little bit of an idea of of Atros. Um, me and him get along rather well. Known Atros for quite some time. Um, Argyle. You know, we share we share our you know mutual moments, but uh, I wouldn't say I'm particularly close with anyone in the group. Not for um, uh, me wanting to be distant, but more so just you know trying to at best stay on task if I can. What what do you know of uh, uh, Gal Glad? 
apparently she really hates it when you hit a tree. Okay. But um, that's that's she, what you've gleaned from all the time no, you've spent with them. No, no. I'd hope I'd hope you don't look at me as someone who doesn't pay attention. Well, that's why I asked the question. Best as I can tell, she is looking for something, and she has a deeply religious background. Mm-hmm. Um, she spoke about her father being this greater religious power, but it was vague in details. It's vague in detail because she doesn't know. Okay. Some you. From what I've gathered, uh, just being with your condition of memory, you are connected to more than one of your party members. In vague ways, from what I can tell at the current moment, um, I have been looking into a lot of things for all of you uh, in the time that I've been gone in between. I know it seems very... No, I appreciate it. Well, I mean, more along the lines of it seems odd that, I mean, for you it must seem that I see you almost on a daily basis, but truth be told, it's been several weeks since I've last seen you. He leans a little bit closer, smiling, and goes, Franchise. Franchise? What is this franchise shit? Please don't tell me you're getting into the, the that stuff with Wee Aqua. I love the kid, but I mean... He... No, no, no. Um, and I'm no, not, this is the I'm, only tavern like it. I'm not one of magic and, and much skill, but... You have some magic to you. Uh, much magic, much magic. So, best as I can ascertain, you have been able to manipulate space and time either around yourself or us. And I only vaguely know it because there's no way that people who look exactly like us would be in the town of Barovia when we were hmm. without uh, without us knowing he leans back and uh, pulls a quill out there's a notebook on his desk and interesting as he scribbles something down hmm um and also the Vistani camp there's, there's certain moments that seem almost like deja vu, if you will. Well, they seem less like deja vu when you realize that time is just a construct. Time isn't linear. Time is happening all around us. The past, the future, the present, all happening right now. There are millions of different things happening in this office at this very instant. He leans back arms across his uh, chest. And what part do you play in this? In what? I play what, what, I play different parts in a lot of things. You're going to have to be slightly more specific. Okay. 
what, without being too forward, what do you get out of all this? What, how do you, like, what's your end goal? What's the end game? End game, uh, again, you're going to have to be more specific. My end, your end, my end game of what? <laughs> I helping, 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 helping us, doing what you've been doing, the skill set that you have. Like, is there something more to this than just helping out this land and helping a few random adventurers? Does there need to be anything more to it than that? I try not to be so close-minded as to think that everything is face value. Okay. And I think I've known you a little bit of enough to feel like you are playing some greater role. Well, there's always the long game. Okay. What gods do you know or believe in? Oh, I know I know several. Uh, some and- are gods, some are more demi-gods or powerful uh, beings. Um... I mean, there is... When you say it, no, oh, do you it, know of or know like, hey, bud, how's it going? Long time no see. Uh, less of the, hey, how's it going? Long time no see. More of a... It's more more than just no of, but I am not friendly with... They, they are aware of my presence. I am aware of their presence. And we have spoken on occasion. Um, it depends on what world you want to speak of. There are many gods in many worlds. I see. Just as there are many planes of existence. Are you a fortune teller of sorts? Sort of like the Bastani woman. <laughs> oh, I laugh at fortune tellers. And why no. is that? Uh, because they don't know what's coming. So, am I to not trust what she told me then? Not necessarily. You can... Fortune tellers do have their uses. Um, Though they may not be accurate in their predictions, they generally are good at reading people and can give you insight to yourself... Uh, think of it as more of a self-reflection than as a proclamation of the future. Now, as to maybe the tarot cards, I would say they are a little bit more, especially being uh, where you currently are and the magic of this particular demiplane, if I could put it in a way that you would make sense to you. Um... I would say her words have a slight bit more of a, what is the phrase that I want to use? A slight more, a slight bit more of a literal sense. Um, There's obviously symbolism. uh, That is what fortune tellers and tarot card readers thrive on is symbolism. But... 
in the demiplane that you are in, this symbolism tends to be closer to the literal truth than, say, other ones would be. But there's still always a matter of interpretation. And as to what she said about you, it may be more of a self-reflection than a literal truth, but there could be a kernel of truth, a, a bead. A little, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. More column B than column A, so more of more of the symbolism than of the literal truth. But uh, perhaps there is a little bit of literal truth. Um, I hope very much to be able to take a look around uh, after you head off on your next uh, next. Uh, quest, as it were, in order to uh, rid the land of Strahd. Hopefully, you're successful. Uh, there's too many futures, I'm, so I'm I don't know if you hoping, succeed or not. I'm hoping so myself. It kind of, like, looks in the distance. Do you have family? I did. Can I ask what happened? You don't have to if you don't want to, but as you sure know, I don't have family. You do. At, le at least as far as I know. Everybody has family. I have Argo and Duo from the rest of the guild. Everyone has blood relatives. Otherwise, how would you be here? <sighs> you weren't born from nothing. Yeah, I guess you're right. From what I've been able to glean off of the events that I've witnessed, I would say your best bet is to get to know Glad a little bit better. See what she has to say on the subject of religion and gods. See if you can get her to open up to you. I think you may find she has more information that would be beneficial to your search. Though she may not know it, something may click. Okay. Oh. Um, just curious, did Argo send me here? Like, how did how do you know Argo? I know lots of people. Did you request me or did Argo send me? Because this being my first job seems... Not out of my depth, but a rather interesting first job, even for me. At least the first big job of this nature. Well... I'd say it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Zex laughs. Alright. Alright. Um, and he's, you said he's fine, he's doing well? He's yes, of course. Care, he's taking care of himself? Well, about as well as he was taking care of himself when you were there. Which means that someone needs to look after him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, he'll be alright. He's too stubborn to die. That we can both agree on. I appreciate it. I think I feel as best as I can about the situation. I think I needed that. Excellent. Um, roll, a, roll a perception check for me. Uh, 19. Let's see. Let me just pull up his stats. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. Um. Is, is there anything else I can help you with, Zex? I think that's about it. Um, I appreciate your time and the effort you put into this uh, group. I really do. Well, hopefully everyone else in the group can put in as much effort. Last question. Alright. I know I'm chock full of them today. Nothing wrong with that. How can you learn if you don't ask questions? That seems to be the case. Um, that is the case. <laughs> when I acquired my bow, mm -hmm. what was your interest in making it a little bit better than what it already was? Everyone needs a little boost. You have skills. You have... You're, you're pretty well-rounded, I would say. So why not have a weapon that boosts your well-rounded skills? You could be a leader's ex. And I find it very interesting that you choose to stay out of the mix, as it were. So, perhaps a weapon that enhances your skills will give you a little bit more confidence. I haven't named the bow as of yet. It, it has a name. <laughs> my bow has a name. It does. Of course my bow has a name. What is my bow's name? It's the Jack of All Trades. I like it. I like it. That I, seems like uh I knew you would. Very on the nose. I'm a very on the nose kind of guy. Despite what you may think. I think you think I think you keep things to the vest and play your cards as need be. You have aspects of Argo that though most of the group seems mistrusting of you I can kind of see why you do what you do if I told you the point of everything how would you learn Zex rolls his eyes as as much as he can and goes you definitely are friends with Argo maybe I just have a few things in common with him yeah yep 
care for another drink? I'll join you in a minute. That Welby character. Hmm. Interesting, interesting fellow. Yeah, you should have a conversation with him sometime. You might learn something. I think I should. Huh? I think I should be a little bit more chatty with everyone. I if give, if I given the opportunity. I think uh, all you need to do is say hello. See what happens. Yep. And if, they if they don't want to talk, then that's their problem. They're only hurting themselves. Do you like our odds? I never ask about the odds. Not much of a gambling person? Oh, I gamble. But if you know the odds, then you make different decisions. I like the gut instinct better. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But at least you're staying true to your intentions. If you know the odds, if you know the odds are stacked against you, you may not make the play that you need to make for your plan to work. I've always been a bit of a calculated risk taker. Try to be as resourceful as I can, and hence why I'm a little well-rounded, like and you it, said. It, it works for you. Sometimes, like I said, it works out for me a good chunk of the time. Other times, it has not. And he sort of, like, looks down for a second. But that's besides the point. Uh, I don't... Can I do an insight check on him? Uh, yeah, sure. Natural one. Yeah, that was a... Seems on the level. Yeah. I figured as much. Yeah. No no offense, you wouldn't have beat the 29 that he rolled, so... Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, even even if I rolled a natural 20 plus my four insight, it wouldn't have helped. Uh, the natural 20 would have been... A little suspicious. Well, yeah, I feel like natural 20s are definitely... Even though maybe the number would not have been there, I would weigh the natural 20 a little bit heavier just because it's a natural 20. Right. You, you may have gained some insight if you had rolled a natural twenty, but natural one. I think I think I, I think I gained as much as I wanted to gain, anyways. I just wanted to see like if I can tell what uh, that that eye drift was that he did. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. I like. I stand up. I extend my hand and and say thank you, and I start to head out. Yep, I he extends his hand. Uh, roll me one more perception check. Okay. Natural fucking twenty. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Holy shit! All right. Uh, so as he's with, with my perception, it's a twenty-four. As he is uh, reaching out to shake your hand, you see. Just a slight bit of a uh, bright, almost radiant, not radiant, but it looks radiant because you've been around clerics, you've seen radiant energy before, clerics right. and paladins. looks very reminiscent of radiant energy, um, and 
uh, it almost seems like radiant dust is sort of slowly drifting off of his hand, and as you look up to his face, there is a small puff of what looks like dust or smoke in that same radiant, uh, bright goldish color, almost, as you shake his hand. I'll be out, I'll be out in just a moment. As I shake his hand, is his hand warm? Um, you haven't shaken his hand before, so you have no baseline to go off of. But it, it would, seems... would, would it be would it be warmer than like any uh, any of the members of my party or like any normal human? Let's um, say. no, it wouldn't be any warmer than a normal human. And I don't feel. I don't really sense or f- I, I see the dust, but I don't feel it. I don't. Uh, well. Are you trying to figure out what the dust is, or what 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 it is? Because uh, I would say roll an intelligence check for me. I'll roll intelligence. I don't I don't necessarily need to know what it is, but I want to see like if I can feel I can feel it or sense it at all. Because I can see it, but if it if he touches me, do, do I interact with it at all? No, it just sort of like it just sort of like. It just sort of goes over the top. It, it, it sort of forms around your hand a little bit and sort of drifts off as you move. Uh, intelligence, mm-hmm. 15. You're not entirely sure uh, what exactly it is. Um, and you don't believe that you've seen anything like this before. Um, but it definitely does resemble uh, radiant energy. Uh, but a little less uh, in the like light, bright type of thing, and right. it has a glow to it, almost like a goldish glow, um, and it looks more dust than uh, energy. Okay, I head out. Um, yeah, I head out, and then my last thing would probably just be over my shoulder, like. Do you think we can get Duo some food? Of course. I'll have, um, I'll have Sarek bring out some, some food for him. Meat? Raw meat sound good? I, I, like, pat his head. I think he'll like it. Excellent, I'll have him do that for you. And then he leaves. Alright. Thus ends another episode of Collateral Damage. Tune in next week to see how the journeyman helps the party out on their adventure. Are they going to find what they need? Are they going to figure out the tarot cards? Have to tune in next week. You can find Medusa's Cascade on nba.com slash Medusa's Cascade. We'll catch you next week.